Welcome, 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 podcast listeners and viewers. This is the Fret Talk podcast. It is live. Unless you are listening on the podcast, then it's definitely, definitely not live. Please do not call in as your votes will not be counted, as they say on the television. <laughs> but you will still be charged. <laughs> you will still be. You absolutely <laughs> will still be charged. We'll be raking in that sweet, sweet phone competition money. Uh, it's actually charging these bastards. <laughs> we, uh, we should we should run one of those, shouldn't we? Really, um, it's episode one one eight nine. So we we're getting close to the fabled two hundred. Um, you're here with your host, Mister Budget Pedal Chap. That's me. <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna piss you off. To to this side of me is Ollie Miles. <laughs> Yo. Oh yeah. And even or further you... that way, if, we, if you just carry, carry on going, uh, that's Mr. Lee. Say hi, Lee. Let me let you behind the curtain a little bit. <laughs> oh, <go on. laughs> Take a little sneak peek behind this curtain. I told him where we are. <laughs> I was like, I'm here. You're there, and Ollie's there. <laughs> there, there was an but... actual minute dedicated to telling him where we were located on the screen. <laughs> this is his revenge for me interrupting him on purpose at the end of the podcast yeah yeah just, for like the last three podcasts on the trot it's been like either in the introduction or at the end of the podcast i there's been so many times where i've had to just completely edit you out just singing over the the end of the podcast uh, <laughs> hey why? Why do I even bother? <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets absolutely cut. Um, Voice of an angle, oh, indeed. Yeah, acute, <laughs> no obtuse. <laughs> um, so yes, we are. I mean, we we're very much in a rambling mood already, uh, but we are we are here. It is Retro One Eight Nine, um, and we are your hosts, as we have been for quite a while. Um, a little bit later on, we're going to be doing the semifinals of the. Pedal board, pedal boards of doom. Fret talk. Pedal World Cup 2021. It is getting to the juicy, juicy parts of the uh, of the competition, as where this is really, really going to get difficult now. Uh, just to give you a heads up, I mean, we've got like the big muff. We've got the tone bender, the TS9, and the fuzz face that essentially need to be compacted down into a final. So. That's uh, that's to come a little bit later, but before we do that, we have pleasantries to uh, to do, don't we? Um, and this week they are going to be quite long because we have been uh-huh. up to a hell of a lot, haven't we? Um, so, gentlemen, how are we? What have we been up to this week? Who wants to go first? What I haven't think... we been up to? I- Ollie's almost I- uh, almost biting his mic. He's so so eager to. To, to get <laughs> that will come through on the recording as well. Um, <laughs> I didn't actually bite it, just to just to clarify. That's it. But there's that's what she just said. a li- a little moment of ASMR right there, just a tiny little smidge of of that heavy breathing. Quickly, um, let's let's say hello to uh, the one and only Mr. Bimson. Mr. Bimson, Bimson. the man, the legend. Uh, he's now fluent in Polish, which is absolutely fantastic. Well, according to Duolingo, but um, according to Duolingo, I'm like... Didn't, didn't she win a Grammy this week? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm semi-fluent in Swedish, and I'm really not. <laughs> it, it's when they 
you know, it's all good and well reading it off and copying the things, but when the people start talking it and they start talking it at speed, Andy and I were talking about this. When people start talking it and they're talking it like we're talking now, it's like, yeah, nah, what? not what's going on. It's like, <laughs> it's like learning karate from a book, isn't it? You can you can learn all the moves in in isolation. You could think you're you're pretty badass, but then the moment someone's throwing kicks and punches at your face, it all goes to shit. Mate, yeah. I studied martial arts for years and years and years, yep. and then like you get on the street and you start having a proper fight with someone, and it all goes goes away, and you just start yeah. hitting them. In, <laughs> yeah, like, in, a, in in martial in martial arts, there's supposed to be rules, but when it's outside of it, there isn't. That's uh, that's a that's a black belt. Where is it? Oh, nice, cool. Yeah, black belt certificate there. I, I mean, if we are like the uh, the street fight of podcasts, aren't we? Really, the the rules <laughs> yeah. go there. Like we have a every week we have a like a running order for how yeah, it's it supposed works. to go. Uh, okay, <laughs> question, question for Tell you. Tell me what you think about me. And then question: <laughs> <laughs> Which which Street Fighter character are you? No, no. Let's classify them for each other. Well, Street Fighter characters. If I'm if yeah. I'm playing Street Fighter, it's either Ryu or Ken because their moves are so easy to do. No, I, man, I, it's Blanker. It's just like, electrocute him, electrocute him, electrocute him. <laughs> I, I was always Tekken over Street Fighter. Oh, I I like, yeah, King. Mm. Like, King in Tekken 2 was an absolute beast. And then they yep. absolutely nerfed him in um, in Tekken 3. They slowed him down by about, like, 30%, and it just ruined ruined King. Um, so but, Yoshimitsu, he was just like... Oh, do all the teleport and stuff. Yeah, it's just well good. I, I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan, though. Well, I used to be anyway. Oh. I haven't really played many of the modern ones. I think I played nine or ten. I can't remember. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've got I've got ten. As moment. soon as it started getting online, and then I tried it online and just got my ass whipped straight away. <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> uh, Pre-COVID, I went to uh, like an arcade near me, and they had an old uh, Tekken machine. And my mate, who is obsessed with those sorts of games, like, well, let's play. I'll, I'll I'll beat you. Put a fiver on it. I'll beat you. And I just stood there and just kept spamming buttons and won. <laughs> What's it? Like he yeah. was, he was trying to do all the combos, and I was just like, "That's it." Yeah, you chose Eddie Gordo or uh, Lei Wu Long and just yeah. flailed yeah, around on the floor. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever um, did you ever play something like track and field and just like get blisters on your knuckles from going like that on, on the <laughs> things? Oh yeah, like track and field in the arcades was fantastic. Uh, I, I remember, like way, way back when I was uh, when I was a much younger lad, uh, we used to go on uh, go to like on holiday to uh, a little place in Devon, and they had like they they essentially had a bar which was like the crash for the parents, and then there was a little kind of kids area with like a pool table and like uh, a couple of arcade machines. Uh, a track and field was always the one. It was just it was always like full. Um, and just that, like everyone had their own little skills. Like people would get like two B pen- pencils and use that and stuff like that. It's oh yeah, crazy. like there was there was a chap chap there who was pretty good to be fair. Like would put his his top over the the buttons to reduce the friction and then like rub his knuckles on. Them. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's commitment. It, very yeah, much man. so. Very much so. Um, but the the old games were right, like like some of them are legendarily hard. You know, like we say yeah. about Dark Souls and stuff like that nowadays. You know, oh, don't the don't. Turtles game from the from the late eighties, early nineties. The Turtles on the on the NES that was just impossible. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, Crash, Crash, even Crash Bandicoot, which is even more recent than that, is impossible to play. <laughs> no, I've completed them. Um, yeah, <laughs> but no, um, you know, some of them were just absolutely. And then you get into like Mortal Kombat three, and you go into like the extreme hard modes, and you're just like, man, why did I start here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing makes you uh, realize how good you've had it, like computer game wise until you go back to like the OG Mortal Kombat and think, yeah, I'm going to smash this. You get knocked out by the first person on the tower. It's like, and they, Reptile to, to add, Yeah, to add like, humiliation to it, they do the fatality on you as well, and you're like, motherfucker, <laughs> this is the first, literally the first opponent in the, uh, in the game, and I am getting my ass handed to me. Then they knock you up into the acid pit, or I'll tell you what really annoyed me when I was a kid that I had the Mega Drive and my friends had the um, the SNES, and there were fatalities that were on the SNES that weren't on the Mega Drive. Like you could do things, and like you know the acid pit level, you could actually get them to stick on the hooks that were hanging down rather than knocking them into the acid pit. Interesting. Mm. No fatality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And enough enough retro video game talk. Yeah. We've we've got a lot to talk about in terms of our, <laughs> our podcast and guitar stuff. Um so what have we been up to? Ollie, you were about to say something and then we went on a massive tangent. We went on tangent. a massive tangent, yeah. Uh so I got I got some new stuff. i I'm still recording. Uh just I'm constantly recording because I'm never happy. Uh <laughs> basically. I'm always trying like to get a new sound or like I'll, I'll find a sound I like and I'll go back the next day and go, eh, yeah. I can do better. So I'll just keep buying stuff. Um, so last week I was going to talk about it, but didn't get a chance because it was the, the micro pitch special. Um, yeah. But I got this, which is the, the honey badger from Redbeard. Honey badger, all, don't give a fuck. Yeah, it is. It's so cool. So, so for those who are uninitiated, what does it do? Uh, it's a fuzz with um, basically an octave fuzz, but the, it's an octave down, yeah, opposed to an octave up. Um, and it's got the the divide knob, which is sort of the top center one, mm-hmm. uh, blends between one and two octaves. Down. Oh, nice. So, yeah. so when it's when it's in the middle, it's an equal amount of minus one and minus two. Yeah, and that. It's it's ridiculous and it's great because if you just play like a a note and you have it set, set a certain way, you can hear because it's analog. You can just hear the like the octave effect just panicking essentially. Yeah, glitching out. You can hear, you can hear again. But I've been I've been using it to track like heavy sections, like when when stuff slows down and the riffs get nasty. That. Is a great layering tool, and I'm in love with it. And this week, uh, in more pedals, I got. Uh, Before some... you move on to this next pedal, I'm just going to give a shout out to Mr. Matt Quine, who's in the uh, in the comments. He says, oh, "I miss this. Um, we miss you too, Matt. We miss you too. Um, Godspeed, Mr. Matt Quine. Uh, Wherever I mean, you are, he will be on. He'll he'll be on uh, a cast as and when he can." Um, yeah, Mac White will return one day. <laughs> it's like the end of James Bond, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mac White thinking... will return in Octopussy. That's it. Oh, he, he might do. <laughs> he, he might do. Lucky. Yeah, 
Oh, I got a bag from Tate FX. You did, you yeah. Got a bag. And in that bag was the, the Siren's Cream. Woo! <laughs> so, yeah, siren's, so, cream. siren's Cream, yeah. The Siren's Cream, yeah. That's, that's how it's said. That's how it's pronounced, isn't it? Um, which is just, it's a rat type thing with uh, varying clipping. Yeah, yeah. From so, no clipping, LED, and I think is it. Yeah, so it, it, I think it took over from the BMB, didn't it? So the BMB was yes. essentially just pure, pure unadulterated rat. Yes. Um, and then the siren scream is that, but then plus some additional extras. It's it's been tated, indeed, and in a smaller box as well, and with a yeah, up, upgraded graphic. I'm not saying yeah, that the BMB was was not good, but like the, the siren scream graphic is just it's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. There's Enough a bit of a story to, about that uh, graphic. Um, I, I don't think still mind me saying, but he, he got a graphic designer to design it and then still got it back and he was like, it's good, but it's just not quite right. And he, he actually um, <laughs> moved it around himself and, and whatnot. And that's how it ended up. And it just looks bang on. So yeah, Stu, it looks... Stu's got it's a good eye for that. Incredible looking pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, so I've, I've, I haven't been playing around much with it since I got it, I played played with it for about half an hour, forty five minutes when yeah. it arrived. But I've been more doing production side of things since mm-hmm. I haven't rec- I haven't recorded any more stuff since it arrived, so I haven't had a chance to use it properly. Mm-hmm. So I'm still still I'm still working it out. But it's what I played so far was called. Uh, I, I had a little video and it a nice little riff came out when I plugged it in. I mean that's that's the sign of a good pedal, isn't it? That it popped out to say hello. And now it's hey, gone back down below. It's um, I tell you what, it just don't don't overdo it with the um the amount of gain on a, a rat. It, you know they've got so so much of their sweet spot is in the first forty five percent, and you know anything above that forty five percent starts to turn to fuzz. But your yeah. golden spots for those sort of JCM eight hundred tones are, are really at that sort of like. 11 o'clock sort of position that's that's interesting because i don't think i took it below like half i I had it set to half most of the time i was using it and i was trying to figure out that this is fuzzy i was trying to figure out if i was like the tone was set wrong or yeah no 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 no. that's that's where the beautiful tones that's where you know you're gonna get that sort of um oh my god this is sex sort of um yeah this is so yeah that's my that's my first rat i don't own anything rat like that's my first of that breed i own lots of rat like things i mean that is it's very much your kind of circuit isn't it the rat uh we've got lowell in the comments uh like completely agreeing with that feeling that that ollie was saying loving the fact that when you plug in a pedal for the first time and a riff just just eases itself out i mean literally everything i pretty much everything i've ever written has come from a tone yeah, I cannot. You you give me an unplugged guitar and an acoustic, I can't play. But oh. you you give me a cool you give me a cool sound, and then it's just like oh here's here's a riff and here's another riff and here's a song. <laughs> I, I can I can write songs on acoustics, but the, the the acoustics that I like writing songs on the most are classical because I just mm. love absolutely adore the sound of nylon strings. Yeah, really nylon do. strings yeah. are the. I I think they sound better than steel. Oh, yeah. by far, yeah, by far. Uh, the the problem that, with that's what we all learnt on, you know. Yeah, I mean the the, the problem with nylon string uh, acoustics is usually they've got really 
flat and wide necks, so they're, they're quite hard to transition between, like, uh, the skinny little pansy fret of a electric guitar to this massive, mum, like, mammoth, yeah. like, completely flat fretboard. I'm quite uh, lucky. My, my, my little classicals, the, the necks are more like, uh, kind of like a, a large Gibson neck as opposed to a, oh, my God, I can't even fit both my hands around that neck. Oh, yeah. There was... um. Uh, an Ibanez um, exotic wood series acoustic um, <laughs> that I played in Guitar Guitar Birmingham that had like the neck of an electric basically it had this really kind of slim and, and comfortable neck but it was um, it was a nylon string uh, oh, and wow. I played it and absolutely loved the guitar but didn't have the funds to back that up at the time and ever since I've not seen another one uh, that so- happens to me every time I go into a guitar shop <laughs> last summer do you remember when my wife went away and then got stuck in sweden because uh they thought they had covid my wife when i when i drove her down to the airport over to gatwick i popped down to gak because gak gatwick because <laughs> Gat- they're not far from each other and um i went I, I bought some nylon strings to restring my guitar and the other day, I thought I should actually get around to doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, went, I went to restring it, and I can't find the bloody strings anywhere. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't restring it and forget, did you? No, definitely not. No, it's got to the point now where like, the little bits of metal are fraying off of the, off of the string. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, so I haven't restrung it in years. It's only a matter of time before that <laughs> those strings ain't staying on no more. Yeah. yeah, but you, you know what it's like with the classical acoustics? You don't restring them because you've got to do that stupid knot and you're like, do I remember how to do that? I have <laughs> never restrung a classical acoustic. Oh, yeah, I, man. I, not brave enough. Not even going to try. I've, I've restrung a few classical uh, guitars and it, I mean, you, you just got to use science for it and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't much good at... I'm good, I was good at setting things on fire in science, but not much else. Yeah, I mean, setting fire to the strings is not going to help you in that situation, unfortunately. If, if, you, if you want to make it spark, explode, or burst into flames, I'm your man, but... That's it. If you want nothing a, else. If you want a penis drawn on it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. But, well, I mean, that's yeah, that applies to me and you, really, doesn't it? That's it. <laughs> L- um, Lowell said he, he writes about 40% on acoustics and uh, an electric and about 20% or 40% on acoustic, 40% on electric and about 20% on piano. Really depends on what's in front of him. Uh, bass is another good one for me. Like if I pick up a bass and just sit down, then I always end up with bass. I always end up with like uh, like rival sons, I, I don't know if you, well, like that sort of stuff. Like, that's uh, what just comes out. I've got something to tell you, right? I have spoken to a quite well-known um, amp company, bass amp company, and they <laughs> are going to be sending me a new bass amp because my bass amp, which is up there, is mm. fragged. So um, they're sending me out this little pedalboard-friendly bass amp. And my point of it is you can DI it straight in, and yeah. it, it's supposed to sound really, really good, like classic vintage amps. Um, I think it's the perfect tool for a guitarist that also wants to be able to play a little bass. Yeah, I, I, d- I don't. Own, little, I don't own a bass. Tiny little bass. And and that company's name rhymes with Smash Clown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to getting that. So yeah, that's, that's cool. um, uh, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. 
Um, Hello. What have you been up to, my sir? Um, oh, I've done I've done quite a few things. First of which, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of a brag about. Um, I've bought another Marcus Deluxe pedal board. Um, and, <laughs> and because of that, I've now done two no talk or tones this week. Because why the fuck not? Um, yeah. So literally, I bought uh, I bought the little red one about a month ago, and then maybe a week or two later, Marcus shared a picture of these like individual pedal vert boards that he's doing. Thought shit, I have got to get me one of them. <laughs> That is, it just looks really cheap as well, aren't they? Yeah, I mean they are. They are very competitively priced, Um, and the fact that they they, I mean they're built out of wood, but they're built in such a way that you could smack someone with it, and (laughs) they would come out worse than the pedal board. Do you have a black belt in that? I I mean, black belt smacking someone in the face with a pedal board. Yes, it is my my uh, martial (laughs) art. That is, yeah, pedal jitsu. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's um, it's essentially like an individual pedal uh, vert board. So I've I used that to demo uh, the Honeyburst V2 because I I mentioned that about a month ago Yeomans had had um, passed me one of the V2s to to get my uh, opinion of it. Fantastic, by the way, it is top notch. Um, and yeah, I mean the, the the one that I did before was like like early, early, early. So it was in like the the, the actual tag board um, inside, like the internals, and the the um, the enclosure was like bare metal with a um, like a vinyl on the front. And it, I mean, it was a look. It looked kind of like electro harmonics-y, um, looked. Like good enough, I would have probably if that was my pedal board company, I would have went, that'll do. Um, <laughs> but Yeoman's constantly striving for perfection. Um, went and got good man. He, I mean, exactly that, isn't it? Um, he he went and got um, like powder coated enclosures and like all the push stuff. That's it, like screen printed and and all of this. I don't think it's screen printed. Is it? It's the other one, the other printing, the the good. Uh... UV, yeah, possibly. Uh, so it's it's essentially like what you'd get from like a massive company, um, and so the the look has gone from from good to great now. But the the pedal um, again is just it's fantastic. It's essentially like an amp's best friend. Um, so like screamer style, but with three clipping options and a and a tone control that doesn't suck at the one end. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know, we all know, and let's let's not beat around the bush. We all know, if you've got a tube screamer, if you're going below halfway, your tone sucks. Should have got a clon. Should have gone clon. <laughs> Speaking of clon, actually, that was the pew, second pew, thing pew. I uh, demoed this week, is the Jed's Peds um, clone... 2019. So they've got they've got two versions. Uh, this is essentially your standard clon clone. Um, so like fantastic crystal clear um, buffer in it, um, and just your standard uh, treble control, gain control, volume, um, and it's 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not usually a clone fan, but I ended up playing more than I should have uh, for a three-knob drive pedal video. I think it comes in just just under 11 minutes. Um, oh, wow. So, so yeah, I mean... Is that no talk, all tone? No talk, all tone. That's the one. I um, I still haven't sent this to you. I haven't even tried it yet. I will send it to you, honestly. <laughs> I even got a box the other day, and I was like, that's the perfect size to send him that, that clon out. And, um, yeah, I, I still haven't sent it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you will get it, but I really want to try it first. Yeah, well, pull your finger out late, damn it. I've been busy. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I ha- haven't we all? I, I did two videos this week. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I've played a, I've played a lot of games this week. <laughs> I've done the same video about twenty times, <laughs> but we'll talk about we won't talk about that. Indeed, indeed, <laughs> yeah, that's a pedal gate there. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, it doesn't suck; it suckles. I assume that's uh, Lel chipping in on the uh, the tube screamer tone stack. Uh, yeah, I mean, it does. We'll have does. a video. He'll have a video coming out soon um, about uh, his pedal board that's been um, put together by one of our pedal board builders. Nice. So Ooh. that's pretty cool. What else have you been up to, man? I actually plugged this thing in, uh, which is, you can't see because it's not not on screen. Uh, I've got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right here. Look, look, look. Look, uh, just, just, just turn your head a bit and you'll see it. It looks so like, like my I'll, kids. I'm doing it. When, uh, I'm talking to my wife on the phone and um, and they're like, Mummy, look. And they start holding things up to the phone and she's like, I can't see. It. Uh, so it's it's essentially uh, like a double cut junior uh, and it's got Oof. a, I, I believe, an Alnico 5 Fletch pickup in it. Um, yeah. I, oh, I love it. Like, love a double cut junior. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Fletch let me uh, let me borrow it because it's actually his, um, and because I've seen that I think yeah because I kept mentioning uh, juniors on the podcast and he went like you've got to try one here's one just give it a go I went okay yeah cool cool um, and yeah it it makes you <laughs> it makes you have to play well because there's nowhere to yeah. hide I can't hide beyond yeah. that net pickup tone anymore I love I love a, I love a good junior. I really want an SG Junior. I really, really do. I think I think they're just right. lovely. Like a, that burgundy sparkle finish. I mean, no. <laughs> oh, the, those um, the the burgundy sparkle. They're uh, specials. They are, aren't they? Because they've got the two pickups. Are they are they, are they specials, yeah. not juniors? Um, so, I I've coveted those for a while. I mean, I've got that um, yeah. the Quincy uh, SG special, which I was gonna See, buy. The- I need a doctor. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Quincy uh, Quincy Jones. Yeah, that sounds right. I think so. <laughs> He's the doctor, detective, doctor, bloke, person. That's it. Wasn't he played by? Was that the one that was played by Dick Van Dyke, or was that someone else? Uh, it's a Van 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 Dyke. Dick. <laughs> so, <What? laughs> I mean, it, whoever it was, terrible, terrible British accent. Um, they always that every what did I watch something the other day and the accent was horrific in it. <laughs> Good afternoon, Mary Bubbins. What? What? I think I, I listen think to they... a lot of audio books and you usually get one, maybe two people doing all the voices and so oh. usually they're very good. But then they come across something like they try to do a Scottish accent or an English accent or something, and you're just like 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have left it there. Oh. <laughs> I was uh, I was reading a reading a kid's book to my uh, to my lad before we went to sleep tonight. Uh and it the book did me dirty cuz I was I was doing the voices. Uh as you do. And then it was like uh, I was doing them in like, like uh, gruff Cockney voices. Um but there was <laughs> there was there was a line and it was like uh oh and uh Christmas will be saved, said Nanny Plum. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> whoops. Nanny whoops. Plum's very butch. So, <laughs> Nanny Plum had, had a goal. I had a bit of a funny moment earlier. So I was talking to, we, we have um, a, a lovely lady um, called Marta who works at Timepedia. She's only worked for us for a few months. And um, I had to, uh, we were talking about a pedal earlier and we were having a bit of a meeting. And I was, yeah, how you getting on? You know, this, that and the other. And I noticed her accent sounded like one of the other guys. And I'm so, I said to her, I said, are you and Danny from the same region in Germany? Because she's got similar accents. And she went, Lee, I'm, I'm Italian. <laughs> so nearish. <laughs> like a right That's it. What you been up to, Lee? What you been up to? You've been up to quite a bit, haven't you? Yeah, talk, yeah. Talk lots, to me a bit of, um, about uh, Helix Native. I want you to talk dirty to me. Uh, so yeah, because I'm doing some bits and pieces for work that uh, requires me to kind of emulate a pedal and um just like work out some cool things that will work with it uh i was using my gt1000 but my gt1000 needs to go on my bloody board (laughs) not here it's over there you can see it where my thumb is and here is not there and i want it there so i wanted some sort of software and unfortunately boss don't make um yeah gt4 native G- GT native, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the lovely people over at Line 6 do. So I spoke to them, and they have a free trial, which you can use um, to test it out. And I did test it out, and it was bloody awesome. Um, so now I've got it. Um, it's not cheap, but it's it's amazing because, you know, how much is a how much is a Helix? Like 1,200 quid? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I sold I sold my Helix for sold it for like nine hundred quid. And that yeah. was I was a, that would now gone to like the third owner. So I think it's three nine nine point nine nine. So it, four hundred. Worth mentioning as well um, that if you do own something Helix related, like a, mm. a stump or an effects or one yeah. of the big ones, I believe you get a discount on native as well. Yeah, you get oh, it for like ninety nine quid, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's from uh, from the stomp. I think you get it for like hundred quid, and if you've got anything bigger, get it less. Really? Can you copy yeah. over your presets? Yeah, yeah. So can you use the same presets on, on that to? Oh, nice. You have to send me some of your presets then. Yeah, um, I, I can send presets to you, but you won't be able to send presets to me. Okay. Stomp, stomp translates to native, but native won't transfer to stomp. No, okay. is that that's is fine? That, is that the case? Yeah, because of the the DSP stuff. So I, I've, I've only got it like uh, maybe about 12 o'clock today, it, 1 o'clock today, something like that. I've already used it loads. It's yeah. really intuitive. Really, really, really intuitive. Um, yeah. I just 
you know you just click on the box it says distortion or whatever you can go down you can change that to delay or whatever you want and then it comes up with a list of delays little pictures of the pedals and because obviously i know what pedals look like what you know i can see that that is obviously a fuzz face that isn't you know because that one's round that one's not yeah. you know so on and so forth um and you know you can bring it up bigger and so on and so forth really super super simple to use and it um obviously um i can use it for doing tricks on here so in the recordings i can put flanger on my voice and stuff i won't do that oh shit i totally <laughs> will do that um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna send my audio through the the neural dsp thing i bought this week yeah, <laughs> yeah so i um I, I was just so impressed with it um it, <laughs> so i plugged this guitar in just to try it and then i realized that i had the distortion turned on on this and it sounded rubbish and so um <laughs> the distortion built into this guitar is pretty terrible i forgot um, those existed oh god uh yeah so um just for the listener that's my uh rg yes. chaos whatever yeah. the fuck it's called um yeah i really need to get a better ibanez i really do um so we um i played with it for ages tried out a few of the distortions they they're clearly what they say they are yeah, yeah. my you favorite know, one's the prince of tone the the, the whatever it's called yeah the, the air US, apparent the oh my god it's so good yeah, yeah. Oh, i i was playing with a hm2 because i've been reading up a lot on the, um uh we're about to release a hm2 on tonepedia okay so yeah. that's um you know, I've got to read up on do the descriptions on that, and I was just reading up about like how Entombed made it famous uh, after you know all the Dave Gilmore stuff and etc. You know, yeah. um, they they kind of made it famous in the nineties just by just because they literally had a cheap Ibanez guitar, what sounds like um, a PV Bandit, and um, and that and they had two of them and a, um a ds1 and they put them in together anyway i was reading all that and i was like you know i, I need to play a hm2 I, I just need to play one for a little while get get it out of my system um so yeah that's what i was doing with that and it was it was nice and then i had to do some sort of octave fuzz with reverse delay because um <laughs> what <laughs> yeah <laughs> We we uh, well we've just released the um, the Dan Electro backtalk. Okay, so the okay. new one of them. So I released that today out into the world, and um, we also did the three six nine nine fuzz, which is a copy of the Fox, Fox Tone. Tone machine. Yeah, it's the um is that's the one in the relict um, enclosure, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like someone sanded the corners. But did you know, right, the guy who designed the Fox Tone machine mm-hmm. now owns Dan Electro. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it swings and roundabouts. But, um, yeah, so they're not going to be suing for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, it, it's pretty cool. But I, I had to, um, we had to try and get it so I, it sounded good. Because we wanted to give the user the option of switching that in on the reverse delay demo, yeah. So we, we've done it, but um, I had to try to kind of tweak it at my end to try and get it sounding as good as possible. And obviously, without the pedals, what I did is I just emulated them on the Helix Native and did it like that. And, and it 
was perfect. It was perfect for the job. Absolutely wonderful. Ex- just as the GT1000 was. You know, that that was what I was using it for. But uh, instead of sitting there and having to twiddle it all and set it up and have the the um, sound coming out of my computer into the GT1000, going from the GT1000 back into having all the amps set up, it's all in my computer. I just click on the set, on the playing style that I've got on the track, add effects, you know, add, add my VST and just choose the Helix native and boom, it works. Sounds good. There's something really nice about amp sims now. There are some awesome amp sims out there and Helix native is a great example of yeah, I've gone. I've yeah, gone absolutely. through a lot of them in the last few weeks, just to like find good ones. Yeah, I haven't even scratched the surface with it. So what I'm probably gonna likely be doing is every time we meet up, I'm gonna be, oh, I found this on the Helix Native or something along those lines. It's, uh, I, I believe there's some cool synth stuff in there as well. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of- yeah, I've not messed with it, but yeah, polyphonic octave nuts, isn't there? I don't know, because that's one of the things that. I miss out on the GT1000 is the fact that it doesn't do synth. And um, I'm hoping that with upcoming updates, they're going to add that in because, man, I love synth and that thing can do it. Indeed. I've, right. I've, I've just clocked the time. I reckon it's about time we uh, we move on to something that I uh, may have teased a little bit earlier on, which is... Yep, and then I've got two other things that I really want Oh, wanna... shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, you've yeah you've what? got you've got quite a bit, haven't you? But I tell you what, we will do the we'll do the pedal World Cup because it is kind of approaching that time, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, yep. And then what we're going to discuss, just because we put it in the teasers, as it were, um, Justice League. No, <laughs> we're going to talk about the uh, the micro pitch, uh, which we were playing with a little bit earlier, and I was showing it off to Ollie because it is yeah. fantastic. It sounds and so cool. And the Ratsbane, which is... I'll tell you more in a minute, but let's bring up this... Uh, let's have a look at this um, this World Cup. World Cup O-Pedals. Right, so first round of the Ding-ding. semi-finals. This is where it is heating up like a hot thing. Uh, so we've got the Electro-Harmonics Big Muff of your choice and the Solar Tone Bender of your choice. Uh, so the big muff versus the tone bender that's an easy one for me go on then Ollie tone bender okay okay I I really don't get along with the big muff sound never got on with it ew matron uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's just it's not something I, I get why people like it it's got a sound but it doesn't do anything for me so. Yeah, I mean, it's not too dissimilar from the rat in terms of like tonality because it, it kind of straddles that line between distortion and fuzz, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go big muff. Lowell has also gone big muff and he shouted it. Uh, <laughs> behold its majesty! Exactly that. It says big muff. Behold its majesty. Um, which I mean, yes. I think the the line from uh, from the top ten video was that the big muff is the kid in the the schoolyard who says my dad would beat up your dad, um, <laughs> just so so beautiful, so beautiful uh, and poetic. It just makes you kind of just 
Um, I, so I, I'm I'm siding with Lowell on this one. Just if yeah. if for nothing else, for that phrasing on the uh, the top five <laughs> video, uh, <laughs> Lee, what are you saying? What we what are we doing? Hi, mate. So uh, Bimson, Bimson's, Bimson's join me. Yeah, the big muff. I think he's got TB. He says TB, which means the big muff. So that's the big muff. Three, yeah, the big muff. Big muff is one word, of course. Yeah. So that's three, <laughs> three for the big muff, and one for the tie. But no, it's it's a it's a tie. Uh, so currently, currently, will be uh, will be the deciding vote here. Ooh, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna choose? Is he gonna choose the right one, or is he gonna go for the tone bender? Whenever, I, whenever I hear the word choose, I think of the mighty boosh. Anyone oh. watch, watch, watch the mighty boosh? Uh, was never a fan. Tone bender. Ah, damn you, Lee! Damn yes, you. Lee. Come um, to the dark side. Look, my, my 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 reasoning is one of the next pedals I'm gonna buy is gonna be a tone bender, and I haven't got a big muff I'm looking to buy. But do you have a big muff? Or, yeah. <laughs> that's a bit, that's or a bit is personal. It petite. I've got this. Don't, don't show it on camera. Ah, yeah. oh, you've, so you've, you've got, got all, all of the, the big muffs. You got yeah. you got all the muff. So, I mean, so you... just for, just for the podcast, uh, that's the muffler from JHS, which has got like six different big muffs built into it. And to be fair, you only need one big muff, which is a triangle muff. Yeah, but you've that's got that's, 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 the, uh, that's, that's the original, isn't it? You essentially own like eight, is it eight different muff variants there? And you, you're saying that's... I just said six. Oh, sorry, six. <laughs> sorry, I was... I was um, just not I listening. Was, Never listen to me. I, I, I don't, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. The magic's gone. Yeah, uh, so you've got six or eight. Who knows? Um, muff, <laughs> no one knows. Muff well, everyone knows. I've just told you. <laughs> um, muff variants. seven. Uh, well, yeah, we'll split the difference. We'll go seven. Um... <laughs> And you're you're saying because you're buying one tone bender, it is. Uh, well, I've only bought what well, you know. I, I didn't even buy that, but let's. <laughs> but I am going to be buying the uh, the Boss tone bender. Um, mm. Got no choice but to buy that because they're so limited. It, it's, you can't turn around to Boss and say, "Please, can I have one of those yeah. pedals?" Excuse me, Mister. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, mate. So Mister Boss. <laughs> Mister Boss man. You, um, you go and speak to the Boss Boss. I mean, <laughs> did you is... see? Did you see the uh, to and fro I had with Yoshi this week? I did not know. <laughs> so he put, he put. Um, I'm finally after one and a half years getting my uh, my own set of Wazza Airs, and I was like, "Oh, mate, look! If you need any help, just let me know, and I'll talk you through it." <laughs> and he was like, "Brilliant! I know who to come to." <laughs> you joker! Right. Uh, I mean, Bimsman has uh, has made Scally a bold wag. statement here and has said that it's irrelevant as the first face wins the final. Um, so that that's a that's an ideal time to go on to the next round. Which uh, we is... sh- we should just make sure purely to go against Bimpson that when he gets to the final, that the big muff- uh, the the first face loses. No well. way! I'm voting for TS Nine. <laughs> um, listen, I I just want to say this, Mister Budget Pedal Chap. Mm-hmm. I watched Ghostbusters 2 the other day and your background is severely reminded me of all the pink goo. I want a new drug by Huey Lewis or something. That was the that was the tune, weren't it? Wasn't Huey Lewis in the news the 
the guys who actually did oh, I can't remember. They I, so honestly. They were they were commissioned to do the um the Ghostbusters theme and turned it down because they were doing a theme for another slightly well known movie at the time. Um, <laughs> I wonder what that could be. And yeah, oh, so that's the future, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they like, what? What's that? <laughs> they commissioned um, Ray Parker Jr. to do it and says, "Do something in the style of um, Huey Lewis," because that's what we were, that's the kind of sound we were after. And he basically just ripped off uh, a Huey Lewis tune. <laughs> do you remember that that lawsuit that was going on recently? It's like, oh, this uh, "Stairway to Heaven" was ripped off from this song, and like you listen to the two oh, songs, yeah. and it's like. They're not really, are they? Oh, know, don't don't get me started really on that though. stuff. Oh man, I mean, I copyright law is um, ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the 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 people who are in charge of the Marvin Gaye estate are, are quite quite known for their um, overzealous um, copyright claims, don't they? <laughs> we uh, we we actually analysed one of those copyright claims when we, when I was at uni, mm. and it was ridiculous. It was when they went up against Robin Thicke's third yeah. lines. Yeah, because it was and Pharrell, weren't it, who, who wrote the music to it. So they, they took him to court saying that it's similar. Yeah, a drum and beat. The only, and there's literally the only similarity is that they both have cowbell. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. it. There's, there's no similarity in the rhythm of the cowbell, but there's just cowbell in both of them. And I'm pretty sure he still won. Yeah, and it's not even Marvin Gaye doing it. It's it's no. the estate. But anyway, anyway, we digress. Yeah. We, we have got I can, very I can get angry. But the I only can one get I know very of, angry. The only one I know of about that is, um, and I fully supported it just because of who it was. But it was uh, Satriani taking Coldplay. Coldplay to court. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> of course I'm going to support that. I didn't <laughs> know Coldplay. about that. One. I love Satriani. So yeah, yeah it was, um, if I could fly, weren't it? And versus um, Viva La Vida, and literally like. The the chorus section if, if of if I could fly was essentially like the chord progression and melody of uh, Viva La Vida. Because um, Satch, Satch isn't the sort of guy who does that sort of thing, really, is he? But um, no. But it's satisfying to see him do it against Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that Coldplay. Uh, right. So Tube Screamer versus uh, Fuzz Face. You've Fuzz already face. thrown your hat right in the ring there, Lee, and you said Fuzz Face. Um, it has Arlie. to be. I've got a soul. Come on. Arlie Fuzz face. says first face. I mean, Tube Screamer. Tube Screamer. How we've been arguing it for the past three weeks. Tube Screamer. Like, it shapes metal guitar tone. It does the blues rock thing. It, it's just, it is so, like, there's so, so much behind it. And the argument. Uh, when the Tube Screamer came up last time and said, like, the Tube Screamer does so much, the the fuzz that it was up against is a fuzz. It's a it's like one trick. Yeah. Fuzz Can you faces. think of a more boring drive pedal though? It it doesn't matter if it's boring. It's, it does. It's, it's iconic. <laughs> it really it's a staple. Does. It's a staple. Uh, uh, and Lola's got my back once again. He is saying the TS9. And I'm going to boot him you, out of the group in a minute. You are absolutely <laughs> yeah. correct, though, because he's Bring a man... Bring down the band hammer! He's a man of knowledge. He's a man <laughs> of taste. He knows that the Fuzz Face is a great pedal, but it is no TS9. But 
But let me just hear me out. Buzzface. <laughs> um, look, look, who would you rather sound like, Stevie Ray Vaughan or yes. Tony Iommi? Iommi, every day of the week. Exactly. Stevie Ray. I mean, why, why, why am I choosing? I mean, I could get a, a Tony Iommi sound from. <laughs> Uh, from a push stamp with a tube screamer in front of it because it does that metal thing. I could no, get it's not, it, Stevie it, no, Ray yeah, but that's not out of the, the tube screamer. That's, that's not no. even close to the tone. No, not even close. Uh, do, do you know what though, right? It's just crossed my mind that how <laughs> Tony Iommi was like on the scene years, decades before um, Stevie Ray Vaughan, but Stevie Ray Vaughan is still more boomer than Iommi. Yeah. How weird is that? <laughs> That's that's because Iomi started a genre and Stevie Ray dragged another genre out the grave. Yes! Yes! Nathan oh. coming in, swooping in. It is now, it's now a draw because uh, Bimson says Fuzzface and then Nathan Tipton comes in and absolutely smashes it out the park with TS9. Right. Okay. Look. Let's let's see how how we um let's see how we get on with this. But because it's a draw, and if it's a draw, it means it comes down to your decision. I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, should it come down to my decision this time? Because it came down to your. Oh, Matt. Matt, say Fuzzface. TS Nine versus Fuzzface. Which one? Yeah, Matt. Just say Fuzzface. Don't even question it. Just say Fuzzface. Yeah, definitely. Matt just, is going to make the right Fuzzface. choice, and he's going to say TS Nine because no, he's not. Matt, he Matt, ain't no Fuzzface. loser fool. I love the way you see him in Australia, and he's like, "Morning, morning." Yeah, <laughs> that's that is the uh, the the chipper attitude of a man who appreciates a fuzz face. <laughs> oh, good man! Yes. Oh, I nearly fell off my chair. Fuzz face. Fuzz face. Not playing anymore. Not playing. You're right. You're lost. Got to take not. my ball. <laughs> Go home. Ah, uh, he's sulking. Oh, man, oh, next yeah. week is going to be like the 60s. Time Bender versus Fuzzface. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, <laughs> massive pubic hair. I, I, just lo- I just looked at my waveform from when we realised Matt said Fuzzface. <laughs> it's just a wall. <laughs> like The rest of it's just, like, little, yeah. little peaks here and there, and then when Matt said Fuzzface, it's like... So oh. I, I'll, I'll edit that. I'll, I'll make sure that's... That's, uh, this is this is best, the best possible way to wake up. I would disagree, but I see yeah. your point. I yeah. Can... <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, who who doesn't so... want to wake up and see these three faces? I mean, <laughs> hey, <laughs> good morning. <laughs> so as it stands, we've got and this is this is a hor- horrible twist of fate because I thought it would go the other way. We've got the Solar uh-huh. Tone Bender versus the Dallas Arbiter Fuzz Face for the final. Yes. Unless right, okay. someone in the comments hint 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 all of you people who are sitting there silently. Come on. TS nine. TS nine for president. <laughs> if you don't vote. This podcast you're the isn't problem. going anywhere until <laughs> someone else votes. <laughs> the, faces the faces look fun. fine, but you will need a shave. <laughs> then we yeah, won't have fuzz. Trust me. You don't want to see, see this. Has asked beard. me how long I can grow my beard. So yeah, we are, he's, he's Matt's made a point though. We have all got fuzzy faces, so you know. Yeah, I mean we are sticking. Oh, sticking to the fuck brand. Off, Vince. Vince. Yes. Yes. Damn it. No, you. 
Lowe's hit him up to come yeah. on. Vince Vince <laughs> is actually our, our uh, one of our pedal board builders. Um, so, Lowe, I'm going to kick you in the balls. <laughs> it's a draw, motherfuckers. It's a draw. Rochambeau. Right, let's talk about these these motherfucking pedals that I've been playing with because they are amazing. Right, so on the same day, within half an hour of each other, the micro pitch and the rat's bane landed. Yeah, and oh, I love you too, Vince, bastard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, so I got them in and. The idea was, um, <laughs> the idea was that I would plug them both in yesterday and have a good old play with them. I plugged the Ratsbane in and True didn't imagine. play with anything else. Wow! I just spent quite quite some time um, with my eighty-seven Rat and that together, and I just got them sounding identical, more or less identical. It's Tiny, tiny, tiny bit of difference. Uh, you could tell that the Ratsbane was a newer, fresher, more clearer pedal. Um, more refined. Yeah, if you like. Um, but the, the, it, the only differences were good differences. It got so close that I actually made a shitty phone recording and um, uploaded it to my computer, edited it, <coughs> Put, put a little message saying thank you for making this and send it over to Brian Wampler because it's so fucking good and he was like oh I'm so glad you like it Lee. <laughs> it's so <laughs> just so amazing um, yeah it, I'm so I, I did a really 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 crappy play uh, version of the solo from time on it as well <laughs> because <laughs> Richard who was going to join us today is a big Pink Floyd fan so I'd send it to him as well um, but um Unfortunately, he's had a um, he's been to a dentist today and wasn't feeling quite up to it. Bless him. So hopefully, we'll have him in the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I I'm so blown away by it because it does the classic rat tones. But what happens is as yeah! you oh yeah, you motherfuckers. I'm gonna Sorry. boot everyone as a, as, as <laughs> boycott, boycott chef tone. Boycott Chav Tone. Uh, <laughs> Chav Tone suck. Chav, yeah, Chav, Chav Tone pedals. Where's Tater Effects? Come on, man. Where is, Come on, I know, Stu. I know Stu. I'm going to call him. <laughs> uh, so, I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter. Right, so yeah, the, the rat's bane was awesome. It's got this thing. You know what I was saying? If you put a, a rat over about 40, 40, um, 40% mm. uh, as we do it on if you put it over past about 11 um, o'clock, it starts to get fuzzy and these sort of things. Brian's put this, um, one of the switching options you've got on that means that as you turn it up, it doesn't get fuzzy. So it stays clear and crisp, but it, um, so that's really nice. Uh, the, the voice button is almost like a bass cut. So yeah. it does almost like it would if you were putting a tube screamer behind it or something like that. Fucking tube screamers. Um, so yeah, that... <laughs> I I'd strongly recommend. Um, Lowell, you've got the rat spain as well. Roll, Lowell, roll. Lowell, Lowell did a, um, a demo of it for for pedalboard to do, and he was saying the similar sort of things to me. Um, it's just how bloody good it is. It's like a, a rat, and it feels like a turbo rat, and all these different things all built into it. So yeah, it's sweet 
as I really, really like it. Do I like it more than the Siren Scream? I don't. I wouldn't say. I think they're very similar, but the Ratsbane is slightly smaller and has more clipping options. But the Rats, but uh, the Siren Scream has top mounted jacks, so it's the the size difference is comes and goes with yeah, that. It's are, are you say are you saying size matters? Yeah, absolutely. On a pedalboard, it bloody does. Um, <laughs> I, I'm absolutely 100% over the moon with both of them pedals and the Rats Bane is just so impressive so bloody impressive what you got there man is that a tube screamer oh oh, oh what's this oh my tube screamer's better than yours na, 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 and it's still yeah. shit I oh, built mine with my bare hands <laughs> and a soldering iron that's no, I've just got really hot hands. I just touch it and the solder melts. Yeah, you did a Yuri Geller. <laughs> Rub the components together. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, that, that's that's the rat's bane. Um, yeah. And um, Lowell, man, tell us what you thought of it because um, it'd be good to get your feedback on it as well. Uh, yeah, amazing. Really, really, really amazing. I was so, so happy with it. It really did. It feels weird getting that much power and aggression from... Um, from such a tiny little pedal yeah it really does the even tired micro pitch man it does more things than i even thought so before going live i had a play with it and um ollie was um with me and we were just like playing around with this this pedal lee, lee and... was playing with himself and i watched Hence why I said pedal, like pedal. (laughs) (laughs) All I managed to do, I had a little Twitter with it, but I I went through the presets. I even phoned my mate Justin to say, dude, you're going to love this because it was so good. Um, The presets were, the first one was like a chorus, which it was like, okay, that's a really nice sounding chorus. And it was right what, what, um, what Joe said was, it sounds like a chorus, but without the movement. So, you know, you're getting that high depth, low rate sort of sound yeah like almost like a doubling type thing where it's just it turns any sound especially if you're playing like a like imagine like a detuned riff it just all yeah add some distortion before and you've got alice in chains basically yeah yeah that's, so, yeah, that's it yeah, really lovely oh, i love alice in chains oh man so much um so yeah it, it that that was the first preset then i went on to the second one and the second one was like what's it doing is it doing anything? And then I turned it off and I was like, oh my God, where's all the tone gone? Uh, and <laughs> what it was, it was kind of like this, like you say, this sort of like thickener where it was ever so slightly doing something, but it just added so much, um, so much to it. Oh, look, Yeoman's just uh, voted for Tone Bender as well. Good man. Oh, I mean, Yeoman's has- that was inevitable. I oh, know. He's got but- some taste there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But right, okay, so that was the um that was the second one. So it was like this thickener, it just kind of like made you it just made it sound nice. It it gave you a lot of body. Then it went on to the next one and it sounded like a bloody fa- phaser. Uh sorry, flanger. Phaser. Yeah. It sounded like a flanger. And I didn't realise that this was gonna do that sort of flanging effect, obviously, because it's doing the um the chorus sort of effect. I should have foreseen it but it was um it it's one of the strangest flanges i've ever heard 
but it was one of the best flanges I've ever heard. It was just so, so good. So, so, so good. Yeah, I imagine it's quite, uh, like quite a detailed flanging sound rather than uh, a more artificial uh, one because of the way that it's doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I suppose you can say that. It still had, you know how like sometimes a flanger can sound like you've just dropped some metal down the stairs? Yes. Yeah, that's the, and it goes f- like, the feedback. Coming. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like little, like almost bit crushery artifacts in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I really loved, um, really loved that. And then there was like a, a doubling, uh, a, a dual delay, but the delay trails kind of went more out of tune as they went off, and it was. Um, oh, I love that. That was an awesome preset when you showed me that. Yeah. That was. I, what that sounded nice over was some like really dark chords, you know, like minor ninths with an added added seventh and stuff like that. In um, it just sounded really nice over that, and uh, it's, I think there is a world of pedals, uh, sorry, a world of tones in that pedal, and I don't think anyone will ever find every single one. I'm I'm de- I'm going to be looking at the the plugin because it sounds like something I'd use in production a lot. And then I can get the full stereo scope of it as well if I. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. It was the like the original effect was used as a as a studio sweetener, weren't it? So, mm. so like using it for that would be would be like coming full circle. But then being yeah. able to use that live as well to recreate those tones. Yeah, just absolutely bang on. Uh, yeah, if yeah, I fall it, in love with that, it, I'll buy the pedal as well. <laughs> well, that's that's what I thought when I was playing with it. I was kind of like, these are the sort of tones that you you hear on albums. Uh, they've obviously dialed in these presets to emulate things that we've heard before because every single thing I recognise. Like, the other one I forgot because it's got five presets is is was a reverb with a very quiet delay after it, almost like slapback. Oh. Um, do you remember you said it was like slapback? Yeah, it was like it was like a slapback or like playing in a small venue type. Yeah, that that sound that every small venue has, it sounded like that. like the instant like return of your tone. Yeah, you get yeah, uh, yeah, essentially mm. slapped back in the face, don't you? Yeah, it, it yeah. bounces off the bar Bam. twenty feet away and comes back at you. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when all the walls are painted black and they've got so much beer down them that they're slightly sticky. Not slightly, yep. actually, they are Very. sticky. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, you're kind of worried that your tone's gonna not come back to you because of that. <laughs> it's like analog tone stuff that is, isn't it? I suppose. I <laughs> love it. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, when I first saw this pedal, before I started talking to Joe about it and these sort of things, and you know, we've done the deal to get them over and that, it was kind of like, this is probably going to be one of the ones I get, play for a little bit, and then sell it. I'm not selling this, man. This is. This is gonna be, um, you know, when when I move and I get the, um, uh, like eventually when we get a new studio and these sort of things, um, that's gonna be in front. You know, that's gonna be on the desk and that's gonna be a tone that I'm using because I don't think I don't. I'm not gonna get them tones in the in the uh, Helix Native. I don't think. Or I wouldn't uh, know where to look. I yeah. Pr- yeah, I don't know if you can. I wouldn't even know where to start on that. Especially if you were using like the delay thing. Yeah, I I might go to Marcus Deluxe and just get a like one of these stand up racks that will go in front of me, and I can have pedals that I want to use. So I can have my like two notes, cab M, uh, and stuff like that all on front in front of me. So mm. yeah, 
That would be nice. Out, out of interest, where where are you putting the uh, Eventide in the chain? I don't know yet. I've I've literally unplugged the my rat and um, put it in so I could run. I, I did it the wrong way around, though. I had it running into the rat's bane. So when I was running it and trying out the flanger sound, it was like flanger running into a, a, a rat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it did sound awesome, but it sounded kind of like stadium rock. I'm at the end of my gig, so I'm just going to make a bunch of noise. I'm awesome. like that. I need one. Yep, I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> it's my sound. Told. Told again. Right. I think that is where we should uh, should whip this podcast into a into a ending frenzy. Um, cool whip, cool whip it. Yeah. Uh, so just to recap, we have got the tone bender on. I think it was five votes. Yeah. Um, let's not even mention how many the the big muff had because it's it's embarrassing. And <laughs> the um, the, <laughs> the TS nine just at the end pips it by a vote. Um. So, the final next week will be Tone Bender versus TS9. I'm sorry, but wow. the TS9 doesn't stand a chance. Sure, let's uh, let's say that. Let's let's see if you can tune in next, next week. week to find out. Indeed. Tune in next week to see the Tone Bender win. <laughs> so, uh, it's been it's been an absolutely wicked uh, wicked week. Even though we haven't actually um, mentioned any any real news. But you know, um, so like, thank you, thank you all to the uh, the people in the live chat for joining in, and thank you for that just epic, uh, like nail biting final, uh, like semi final, because that was that was like proper proper World Cup penalties. That was, weren't it? Uh, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did Bimson vote? Because he's here. Bimson yeah. did vote. Yes. He did. Uh, oh. So. Uh, we we've also got a, a shout out for our Patreon backers, who are the people who keep this light on, that the light behind here, and just generally, just you you up. Um, so for as little as two dollars a month, you you can be one of these people. Only two dollars. I mean, what is that? It's like a cup of sandwich. cup of coffee, a sandwich, yeah. A Only coffee, up north, mate. Coffee sandwich. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Hipsters, couple, of, couple yeah. of chocolate bars, maybe. There you go. Yeah. Coffee uh, so water. Which, which would you rather? Sweet, delicious treats or ear candy? I mean, uh, wait. Shut up! Damn it! <laughs> uh, I thought he was asking us for a second. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is ear candy?" <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, this chocolate tastes weird. Um, <laughs> it's but, a sherbet lemon, honest. <laughs> so. The people who are who are bringing you this little bit of banter at the end of a podcast are Mr. Andrew Bimpson, who has been in the chat today. Mr. Adam Yeomans of Chef Tone Effects, who was the deciding vote for the TS9. Yes. Um, uh, we have got Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects. We have got Mr. Hugh Rection. Not yet, but give it time. Uh, we have got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. And we have got Mr. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks Podcast. Who I've I've been absolutely loving the Tone Jerks um, podcast recently. I get to listen to two podcasts, uh, two and a half, pretty much a week. Um, I do I do as for a quality check, and because I'm very narcissistic, uh, I do the Tone Jerks, and I, I get to listen to about half of uh, Doug Christ's um, movie podcast, which is the Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Um, 
and it makes me want to listen to. Uh, sorry, it makes me want to watch a few um, a, a few movies. There was they did a little known one uh, about just under a month ago. A New Hope, I think it was called. Um, Never heard of it. your ass. Okay, well, we'll do. <laughs> there we go. Um, so uh, let's do some let's do some plugs. Let's do some plugs because we are wrap, wrapping up the podcast. Myself is Budget Pedal Chap at Facebook at Instagram and at YouTube. And YouTube is the home of the No Talk All Tone series. And this week, you get two. Two for the price of one. So that's amazing. You get one on one on Friday and then one on Saturday. Booyah. Uh, Ollie Miles, you are Ollie Miles Music at Facebook and Instagram. And yeah. Lee, you are Pedal Boards of Doom. Uh, pretty much you run the gaff. Um, you contribute to the the Instagram and the Facebook and the the YouTube channel. And tomorrow there will be probably a news. News. If news. there is news. But if there isn't news, I will sing a song with a fun and key hat on. But do not sell we- yourself <laughs> short, sir, because you are the man behind our YouTube channel. Yeah. And I, I stump V-stump occasionally. As is Mr. Lull. Indeed. And who's been Mr. In the Mickey... Yes, Mr. Mickey Hands. Mickey Hands sounds like a gangster, doesn't he? Mick, Mickey, yeah. Mickey the Hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, he did something this week, didn't he? Uh, uh, Mikey. Uh, yeah, the Otto bit, which is a, a bit crusher uh, and octavery sort of thing from Meris, and it sounded the nuts. I, I really want one now, and I'm like, damn. Damn you. That's yeah, pro- go and check that out for sure. The, pro- the problem with watching Mikey's videos is he makes everything sound so damn good. <laughs> there was a, there was one bit of the video where he was uh, running it through what looked like a Game Boy. Um, oh. And that, uh, it's just top quality. And on that note... It is time to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> so, from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, from Ollie Miles of Ollie Miles Music, from Lee, it will be a tatty bye. And good night for this week. Thank Wrong. you for joining in, everyone. See you later. Cheers. Bye. I want to give a huge thanks to my uh, to my neighbour for allowing me to borrow her large sheet of plastic covering. Tar Pauline. <laughs> you look so smug. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs>